Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 184 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials covering Doctrine and Covenants Section 71-75, to June the 28th to July the 4th. And today we're going to look at Doctrine and Covenants Section 71 uh, and talk about the, um, the things that we learned from there. So first of all, in verse 1 it says, Behold, thus saith the Lord unto you, my servants, Joseph Smith Jr. and Sidney Rigdon, for the time has verily come that it is necessary and expedient in me that you should open your mouths in proclaiming my gospel, the things of the kingdom, expounding the mysteries thereof out of the scriptures. Um, so as we talked about yesterday, this is the the um, point or the uh, the context where there is a lot of problems happening with the church, not from inside this time, uh, although there is always some things that have to be dealt with, but actually it's more outside the church. There are people like Ezra Booth and uh, Simon's Rider who are trying to uh, pull down or or or, dis- or, put, or bring things into disrepute uh, that the church has done, or what they feel or what they feel they have been wrong done by, uh, and so it's starting to have an effect. So people are, are reading these letters from Ezra Booth and others, and they're starting to listen to those and to take those things on board. And so Joseph Smith and Sidney Rigdon are commanded by the Lord to go because it is necessary and expedient at this time uh, to go and pre- for themselves to go and preach as well. What is interesting is this word expedient. Expedient, yes, means it's a good thing, but actually it, it's a bit more than that. It, expedient uh, means that it's necessary right now, that for this time it is expedient. So for this moment, it, you should be doing this. Whereas once that time has passed, then it's no, you know, the expedience of that action uh, is not necessarily as important. Um, so, for example, at this time uh, during the global pandemic, it is expedient that we are careful with our distance between each other. Um, when eventually the, the global pandemic is under control and people are vaccinated or there are vaccines going around and all these things like that, then it won't be as expedient anymore. Uh, and so it, this just indicates that there is sometimes in our lives and, and the way this applies to us, there are times where certain things are expedient that are directed to us from the Lord. We may ask a question of why we're being asked to do this thing right now. Uh, and it may well be that it's just expedient for that time. And it's not something which is necessarily important all the time. Um and then in verse 2, um, it says, Yea, verily I say unto you, proclaim unto the world in the regions round about and in the church also for the space of a season, even until it shall be made known unto you. And I think here again, there is an interesting thing here. You know, when, when missionaries go out to the field and then they come back, and sometimes they, uh, there's a number of things they say, but sometimes they're like, oh, I just feel like, I, I don't know what my purpose is anymore. You know, I was so focused on the work. Now I'm not, I just feel like I'm lost or, I need to be doing the work. The reality is, is that you cannot do the the work of a missionary for your whole life. You'd probably burn out. And if you wouldn't burn out, it isn't, what's that word? Expedient. Um, We have a life to live. And the work that we do, you know, to build the kingdom isn't just going out and teaching and knocking on doors. The work we do to build the kingdom also involves, um, you know, things we do at home, supporting our children, 
being there for our spouse, doing something for our spouse when they ask them, when 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 they've asked us to, um, taking care of our home that our family live in. All these things help build the kingdom as well. As we've been told from general authorities, I can't remember who said this specific quote, but many many people many of them have said similar uh, sentiments. Is that the most important work we'll do is to is within our own home, uh, and so you know sometimes when we when we may think we're not doing what the Lord wants us to do to build His kingdom, when actually we just need to sometimes look at our own home first and make sure that all is in order there and that we are fulfilling our role as a parent, husband, wife, father, mother, whatever it is. Um, And if we don't have a family, then, of course, that work that we do may be with our own family that don't live with with us at this stage. So there's many ways we can build the kingdom around us. And interestingly, he says, in the church. So sometimes, again, we focus on teaching outwards and baptisms and conversions and all these things like that. And they are all, of course, important. But sometimes we need to focus on the people inside the church. (laughs) That's some of the most important work because it's no good having a a revolving door at, at, the, at the chapel where we have lots of people coming in because we're focusing so much work on teaching others who have not received the gospel, but then people are going out because we're not yeah, spending that care and attention and love to those that are there. So it is getting a fine balance and recognising that as long as we are doing what we can, the Lord recognises that and is, and is pleased with us. Um, yeah, uh, and then in verse four, it says, Wherefore, labour ye in my vineyard, call upon the inhabitants of the earth and bear record and prepare the way for the commandments and revelations which are to come. And then in verse six, for unto him that receiveth it shall be given more abundantly, even power. Um, so we have here, you know, this understanding that the more people receive, then the more um, they can receive following on. Um, and this applies to people who haven't learned about the gospel yet. So the, once they accept the gospel and they accept Christ into their life, then they can receive more. But actually it applies to us as well. Um, if we seek for him and as we seek to receive him more, then we receive more back. We receive greater peace and comfort and support and strength. It takes effort from our part. It takes a lot and a long time even if sometimes we're not feeling that we're receiving that, you know, if we, it may take a long time, weeks, months, but that time will come where we receive more abundantly. Um, in verse 7 uh, to 9, it then talks about specifically their actions to try and address these uh, issues that have come up against the church. The Lord says, Wherefore, compound, compound, confound your enemies, call upon them to meet you both in public and in private, and inasmuch as ye are faithful, their shame shall be made manifest. Wherefore, let them bring, their, bring forth their strong reasons against the Lord. Verily, thus saith the Lord unto you, there is no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper. Um, and in verse 10, I like this. It says, and if any man lift his voice against you, he shall be confounded in mine own due time. Now, what the Lord is not saying here is go out there and, and get these people. Like, he's not, this is not... And a, a, a message to go on the offensive. What this is, is a message to call these people out and just say, look, you, you want to say all these things about, about, the, about the church? Well, let's talk about it in public and in private. Um, and the Lord is promising Joseph Smith and Signor Rigdon that, interestingly, 
um, that, that, that those people will be confounded. But there's that phrase again where we say, where it reads, in mine own due time. Um, so he's saying that, you know, their work will end against the church, but it may not happen straight away. As it turns out, you know, they invite, they followed the Lord's directions. They invited Ezra Booth uh, and others to, to kind of a public discussion about the things that they had claimed about the church. And they, they, they didn't come. They were, they refused. And over time, their message became weaker and weaker. Um, but what we need to do is, is remember and trust in the fact that no matter what comes up against us, whether it is people who argue or, you know, try and pull things apart from our faith, or whether it is, you know, situations that may try and pull apart from our faith or anything like that, the Lord has promised um, that there is no weapon that is formed against you that shall prosper. The the challenge is, is that we stay close to the Lord and, and allow him to strengthen and support us. Um, Harold B. Lee uh, said this, quote, what he is trying to have us understand is that he will take care of our enemies if we continue to keep the commandments. So you saints of the most high God, when these things come and they will come, this has been prophesied. You just say no weapon formed against the work of the Lord will, will ever prosper. But all glory and majesty of this work that the Lord gave will long be remembered after those who have tried to befoul their names and the name of the church will be forgotten and their works will follow after them. We feel sorry for them when we see these things happen, close quote. And I think that last sentence is an important one again by presently that, you know, yes, this work will continue. You know, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has had, I think, more than its fair share of contentious people who try to pull it down, whether it is people who openly just say this, you know, about negative things about this church, whether it's people that try to plan formulaic and what they think is well-structured and researched evidence when actually, you know, half of that evidence isn't actually true and all these things like that. Or whether it's people that are very deceptive and try to do things to that, that, that pull away from faith and change people's beliefs about the church in a very deceptive and thought out and calculated way. All of these things have passed and as they continue to come, they will pass in their own time. The Lord's work won't stop until, you know, the Lord himself comes. And at that time, uh, then all, every knee shall bow, bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is the Christ. Thank you very much for listening today. Uh, I, hope you, I hope you've enjoyed the study. Please follow the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session. Where come follow me and share your thoughts on what you've studied uh, on there. That'd be fantastic. You can also email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.